0: Welcome back to Wiredly Inspired, Episode 7. Stephen Taylor here, and we appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, we do. Before we get started, I want to personally say I truly hope you had a great Christmas and a holiday season, whatever that consisted of uh, for you, whether you were able to spend it with family, physically, or you did a Zoom, a Skype, mm-hmm. WebEx, FaceTime, or any other various telecommunication platform to get into the holiday spirit. Now, however, it is go time again to get into the mindset of 2021 and the momentum you need to achieve what you want for the new year. Always remember, just because the number in the year changes does not mean something significant is going to change for you. We must change ourselves and our habits if we want to see the change we want to have in our life. Super important that we, we touch on that going into a brand new, basically brand new decade. Now, mm-hmm. today's topic is mental health, mental illness, and of course the importance of that. And before we kind of dive into that... Well, the topic is important, but the mental health isn't, <laughs> in a sense. <laughs> what do you mean?
1: Well, you said uh,
0: mental health issues are, and the importance of it. I was like, well, it's important to talk about it. Right. Yeah. Important to talk about it is not, no, important to have it or, no, Jeez, yeah. experience it. No, not at all. That's not that's not the point of I'm that. I'm just time. being funny. This, this episode might kind of scare a couple people off or turn some people off or away. Uh, however, I think it's just super important and... Yeah. And I want to just preface preface this a little bit yeah. because once again we're not coming at this at an angle of you know expert ex, any expertise you know any big background in mental health uh, disorders for that yeah uh, for that angle or approach either you know psych psychiatrist doctor anything like that we you know take the advice in, in the suggestions uh, and hopefully some empowerment but don't take it as you know, wow, these guys are trying to be something that they're not. Yeah. It's goodness. Not, no, I it's think it's not it's just, about that at all. It's talking about it, right? It's just talking about that bringing awareness, right? It's yeah. All I mean, about it's
1: awareness. what I can say is that I, 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 you know, I love nowadays how this topic is something that keeps coming up. Um, the world is making changes for a lot of good reasons. And this is kind of one of them where, um, the world is just starting to bring these things to the table a little bit more and the awareness on around mental health. And, and, you know, I'm glad that the world is starting to open up about some of these issues. And, and this is kind of one of them. Um, I think it's a topic that, you know, people have experienced themselves or have known people that have experienced themselves and heaven forbid, uh, the people that have been, you know, taken and consumed by. Um, a mental illness but you know talking about it and and just having that awareness uh, you know with all of the issues that are in the world that exist today are the only way that you really can ever come up with solutions um, to these types of problems is people no longer hiding uh, being ashamed of of you know, maybe themselves having an illness and, and maybe not wanting to talk to people and things like that. Um, I think it's just, yeah, I'm glad we're talking about this. Um, because I know that it's something that probably impacts everybody. Um, and the definition and things like that of mental health will kind of touch on. Uh, and I think it's super important that people just don't feel ashamed. You know, we've all ex- experienced at some point in our life, some form of mental health. And I think that's, you know, something. That is good to know for anybody who's really dealing with certain things is that you're not the only one, um, that we've all experienced maybe at different levels, certain emotions or certain feelings that have impacted us in a, in a, you know, a mentally ill type of way, um, where it's maybe dehabilitated our thinking or has forced us to make bad decisions or anything like that. Um, and just talking about it and knowing that, you're not the only one, I think is, is sometimes powerful in itself too. So I'm, I'm glad you brought up this topic for us to talk about it on our podcast and, you know, glad that we can be part of the equation to bring more awareness to people about the topic. So I appreciate you for bringing up this topic, my brother.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Excellent, Steve. yeah. And what you're kind of saying there at the beginning with, uh, you know, just obviously bringing more awareness to this. And it seems like it's more you know, prevalent out there. And it is because it is uh, because it's a huge issue Mm -hmm. and it's not just, Oh, this, this just arise or arose in the last couple of years. It's been, it's been, you know, decades, probably, you know, you can maybe even say centuries, but
1: yeah, it's probably been around since the dawn of time. They just never really called it anything.
0: Yeah. And on that regard, what I wanted to say was uh, upon doing some research on, on my end or our end is, apparently uh, or supposedly allegedly whatever you want to say that it's been kind of you know mental health and it's it's um harsher implications and and you know results you can say have been on the downswing which is a good thing yeah they're not on the old upswing and i think that's because there has been a huge uh push for awareness and help and like you said that you're not alone and in that there's a lot of awareness out there yeah. and a lot of advocates and services that are pushing for that like you know you are not alone you can talk about it and it's it's okay right yeah. and i think that's that's pushed um you know the whole downswing if you will in the last 5 7 you know so years as stated in some of the research and we'll get into that mm-hmm. but Once again, you know, mental health, yeah, huge, huge uh, issue out there globally. We're probably going to touch on it a little bit more in the Canadian sense. Uh, Mm -hmm. Getting global, it might get a little messy and, you know. um, But it's probably – That's a lot of research though. Yeah, and I mean it's probably fairly,
1: you know, equivalent – you know, statistic wise, for the most part, whatever country you're from or listen to or wherever you live, I'm, you know, obviously certain communities and, and countries are maybe a little bit more affected or less affected or anything like that. Um, maybe based on the culture and certain things, um, because obviously some countries are more open to have these discussions than other countries. I'm, oh, yeah. I can only imagine um and for some countries mental health maybe isn't an issue and you know starvation is such an issue and and certain things like that yes so, there's many
0: variables for so sure. of there's, course you can go on and on yeah
1: so i mean but i mean for i think we're we're going to be pretty relevant no matter what country you come in statistically speaking i can't imagine us canadians are much different than um americans you know people that live in europe australia you know, all over the place. It's got to be pretty, pretty similar.
0: Yeah. And and those are some top countries. If you were to put them on a, you know, a top uh, statistics, whatever title you want, whatever kind of study survey you put it on, you know, happiest countries in the world type of thing. I mean, those countries listed are, Mm -hmm. you know, of of the top countries in the world. So it'd be a little, uh, little variance and discrepancies in there. But anyways, Yes. Lots of variables, lots of factors. So Mm -hmm. we'll kind of jump into it here. And I think it's only fair and appropriate to, you know, kind of define what mental health is. And and what it is, is mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mm -hmm. Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence through adulthood of course Mm -hmm. and we all experience it like you said there man 100 percent. and the sad thing about it really in my view on one angle i guess one thought is most people don't even know they kind of have it right? right and i'm not talking about a disability or disorder in terms of like you were born with it you know maybe you know sorry if i'm not politically correct here but like you know you know like an autism or you're you're some form of handicap or anything like that that's not what we're talking about necessarily that's kind of obviously more biological and i think the correct term is physical impairment maybe See, there you go so yeah we already pissed some people <laughs> off here so <laughs> yeah i don't think the h word is is, appropriate oh, probably you know it probably isn't but you know what i'm not uh if we offended people here already then <laughs> yes <laughs> i hope that's not the it's case too late we yeah. don't mean any harm that's they're sure. already hopping on a different podcast yeah but uh just kidding stay with us here stay with us so yeah we're not talking about that we're talking about something that's a little bit more controlled uh or controllable yeah. and and so on so types of mental disorders uh or mental you know health uh implications are just a few here so we understand and you're all smart people out there but it's just it's it's i think it's appropriate to you know list a few so just a few here number one anxiety disorders right including panic disorder obsessive compulsive disorder which i definitely have oh, a,
1: i've had a, some mild idea form idea. of that <laughs> and i've definitely experienced anxiety i can definitely experience oh, we all that have. emotion absolutely
0: there's not one human in the world that has not no and any. will not Absolutely, no uh, experience, of anxiety. course. And I, anxiety, Let's go roll anxiety
1: is definitely something that's very debilitating for, for people. And and, I mean that constant state of worry and stuff like that. I'm, you know, I'm I'm not surprised to see that first on the list. Uh, you know, when the when we researched some of the stuff that we did, that it's one of the top ones up there because I mean that's. That's something that I've felt very heavy at times in my life. And I, I understand the the impact that anxiety can have on you. Um, and it's, it's yeah, it's it's a very tough place to be in mentally. Um, and you can feel very alone and dark when you're dealing with that one, for sure.
0: Well, especially on a daily basis and you don't know where it's coming from or you never really assessed yourself. Right. I mean, it's 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 sometimes easier, once again, sadly, in a way that, you know, from the outside, people looking at you if you will that they can okay you know this person's really you know has kind of like a tick in a way and what i mean that is like Mm -hmm. they're they're very fidgety right that's kind of a form of of anxiety or you're you know you're biting your nails all the time or just something some, some small minor things like that they're definitely uh those are aspects and little uh, implications that you have some anxiety oh, so that's why i chew my lip lipos yeah time. that's yeah It <laughs> could be man i don't know i don't know like i said i'm uh, not a doctor or no, anything of course like not. that so anyways that's number funny. number two uh depression right bipolar disorder uh or m- mood disorders you know uh, massive mood mood swings um you know which is pre- prevalent in, in many people and we'll get into that. A little that would bit probably be also. a tough one to really be
1: self-aware w- of sometimes, that's, right? That's
0: what it really comes down like to.
1: That one would be hard, right? Because the whole self-awareness thing is, is probably the hardest part when it comes to all illnesses or admitting that maybe that you have an issue or things like that. I mean, not that everybody, um, you know, like there's the whole chemical imbalances and things like that. Yes. That, thank that you take, for jumping that. That, that, yeah. that take place. Um, and, you know, I don't know all the science behind all that kind of stuff. Um, I know you got a little bit of a list there, so I don't want to start rambling on. Um, but I do know from just touching on the chemical imbalances, one thing that I love that I'll just add in that I love that the world is talking a little bit more about mental illness is because I've always been somebody that doesn't believe that um, things like pills are the answers to the to the equation because if you're just taking a you know taking pills and i mean and maybe this is slightly wrong because we're not doctors and stuff but um you know i'm going to take this pill and that's going to take you know that's going to calm my mood or change my problems and and maybe that possibly is true but what about the self-awareness and also being able to you know be a little bit more aware of triggers or certain things that set you off and how you can work at maybe skills and different Things that could maybe change for you as well. So, you know, what I do like about talking about the topic and also, um, just society bringing the awareness is I think there's more and more, um, things being created around the fact that, you know, it's okay to talk to people. Um, you, you're not the only one that experiences these types of things and that you can make a lot of changes, um, if you're aware of certain things and certain situations and, you know you don't need to pick up the alcohol or go do the drugs or the dependency walk, on something. Or, else, yeah, yeah become dependent on something else because you know the true you know power in life is being dependable on yourself you know and 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 that can be hard to do especially when you're depressed and have anxiety and have a lot of these uh, mental illnesses and sometimes just being simply being able to talk about it and have people for you is really sometimes the answer rather than feeling like you're alone and you just – I mean, what kind of help do you truly get sometimes when you just go fill up your prescription and then go back home again and don't talk to anybody? And, um, and,
0: and especially when nothing really changes. And Yeah, nothing right? it's really like changes. Right? So you kind of a short-term or, uh, or a someday type like of like thing. I'm just going to numb my pain yeah. or numb my,
1: numb my mindset in a different way. Which is maybe sometimes the answer because you do, maybe you do need a little bit of a, of a pill to maybe boost some hormones or some certain chemicals inside your mind and things like that. And that's not to say that taking pills is, is not ever an answer sometimes, but certainly when it becomes like, Oh, if I just, I just need my prescription and then I can make it through the week. Well, you know, that might not be the right place to, you know, ever help yourself get out of that mental situation that you're in. Um, you know, because then you're just dependent on something. It's no different than the cocaine or the heroin or the alcoholic, um, the pill popper,
0: cannabis, cannabis heavy users, whatever. It whatever it matter.
1: is, when you start becoming dependent on an object or an item and not on yourself, I don't
0: think you can ever heal yourself from that equation. No, and I'm really, I'm really uh, glad, and I appreciate you touching on that on that because I, I did want to touch on the whole pill format or aspect of it and yeah i am not an advocate like i don't even take tylenol advil i I try not to either right it's just it's just because i mean you know most of most most of the time we don't even know what's in it uh yeah it's Tylenol, it's advil it's just you know that that over-the-counter kind of drug Mm -hmm. um or pill but no pills pills are definitely not the answer you know yes you know the whole chemical imbalance you know that is a thing Mm -hmm. like i said we're not doctors here but yeah, when you said, you know, reliant and dependent on one, you know, one or a couple pills, you know, maybe it's painkillers, opioids. I mean, it's definitely not the answer. I mean, and no. in, in here's where my mind goes. And, in, in, you know, if you do study, this is a huge problem in itself. And it's not to shoot down any doctors or any, you know, clinical practice, but there is a large uh, or a massive, you know, misdiagnosis. On oh yeah on all this you know help you know mental health or health disorders illnesses whatever you really want to uh, you know title it as it's what if it's just you needed more magnesium and iron what if you just needed mm-hmm. some more you know vitamin D and you know some other supplements and vitamins that you're just missing well I'm you know which most people are actually deficient in well you in some of the ones that I just touched it, yeah. On. Oh well, yeah, uh, so it can be I, something so simple that you can just do yourself, and and like you said, we are always in control. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I it just always makes agree me think that. about
1: the health aspect as well, like and the, responsible uh, fitness, you know, fitness and different things like that, and and just eating healthier and things like that are, are surprisingly the impact that it actually has on your system chemically, you know, chemical wise, um, just how you overall feel about yourself as a person. Um, you know, like I, I think, you know, when you're not exercising and you're eating like a pile of crap and you're drinking all the time and you're smoking cigarettes and you're, you know, just, you know, doing all the things that are basically killing that temple that is your body. Um, you know, your body's going to be sick. You, so what's going to, you're going to be mentally sick as well. You're going to be, you're going to have mental, um, health issues at the same time because you can't have a poisoned system and have it not affect your mind you know and there's so many different ways that you can be poisoned you can be poisoned by the conversations that you have you can be poisoned by the relationships you have you can be poisoned by what you're eating what you're not doing um you know there's so many maybe you're simply not drinking enough water every day i mean there can be so many so many things that can equate to it not that any of those things because there's i'm sure there's people that are incredibly healthy um in all aspects of that and still have their issues so that's not saying that any of that is the answer but um it's one of those things where you're like what haven't what haven't you tried as well sometimes you know like um have you maybe maybe just eat a little bit better see how that impacts you you know it's like yeah I'd, you know maybe have the drink sure if that helps you or if you need the pills or you got what you know you're talking to people but you know what are what are some other changes that a person can make so i'm, I'm glad you kind of touched on the fact that um maybe you just need more iron maybe you just need more magnesium who knows but certainly when you're exercising and eating healthy and and you know keeping those things on par as well you're gonna possibly be able to you know, maybe have a little bit more of a balance inside the mind a little bit there.
0: I couldn't agree more. And those are many great solution-based, you know, um, means of getting over things and kind of, once again, it's about getting out of your own way. And, you know, someone can say, you know, I don't want to go down this avenue too far, but like, oh, I don't like working out. It's like, well, have you even tried it? Right. Like maybe that is your, the thing that just gets you out of that slump. Well, that mind state of whatever it Mm. is, that dark place, you know, okay, it's not working out, you know, maybe it's a sport, you know, Mm. maybe it is knitting, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Knitting could be your jam. That's right. Maybe it's just, you know, music or going outside more, just absolutely Mm. anything besides just, you know, okay, it's gotta, I gotta be able to, you know, I think I have high anxiety uh, or depression Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to try pills. I'm going to go straight to the doctor first. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, once again, we don't know all the, all the solutions, all the right ways of going about it, but you know, I truly believe we have a great idea, um, you know, of, of better means. And approaches to well, there's the to extremes to like yeah. schizophrenia and stuff like
1: that. I don't which, know what which kind is of, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, let's continue on your list. Yeah, there. for Things sure. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I, I mean, there's some stuff. That I, I don't care how much you're working out. If you're if you have massive paranoia and stuff like that, I don't know what the answer to that is. Right. I don't um, think it's going
0: to be just working out is going to solve. No, that. no. It's not. So it's, yeah. obviously, some of our solutions aren't for your extremes. That's for sure. So, number one, anxiety disorders, two, depression, three, there's eating disorders, four, personality disorders. Ooh, eating
1: disorders is, I mean, 50% of the population, they say, is well,
0: obese. When you, yeah. If not so, I mean. Not to pick on America, but when you, you know, American stats are out there, it's, it's yeah alarming.
1: I mean, I'm sure Canada's not too far off.
0: Wow, well, yeah, unfortunately, but uh, we're, you know, that's, you know, when you go with the population, it's mm-hmm. we're you know. Yeah, a smidgen Sorry, up. Sorry, what was 4 there? It's all good. 4 is personality <laughs> disorders. Uh 5 post traumatic uh stress disorders, oh, so yeah. PTSD. I mean, that's massive. And that's, that can and, and then I one. mean
1: and that can happen from so many situations yeah too, right? it's not just related uh, to a lot of people related to the war war right? or military Army or yeah, military no. right huge but, still, still you see huge, but you see some you see somebody get hit by a freaking train in front of you that's going to be pretty traumatic
0: yeah it can be <laughs> even abuse as a kid and you know we're not going to go down that any avenue we don't need to explore this stuff it's but that's, adult, it, that's but a but huge one
1: and definitely diff- one that affects angles. people massively for sure yeah
0: and then lastly uh, for the most part psychotic disorders right including like you said uh, schizophrenia which is you know that okay you might need you know some actual extensive ex- mm-hmm. more aggressive um, you know therapy and maybe there's some some pills think, in there but. i think love is a huge answer love you know, love
1: sometimes love. you know everybody you just needs some more hugs every once in a while too right yeah,
0: absolutely so on top of that just an extension of 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 that is five major signs of mental uh, mental health or mental illnesses if you will is excessive paranoia Worry or anxiety, which, I mean, most of us or all of us, uh, as we stated before, have have experienced that 100%. Oh. Uh, long-lasting yeah. sadness or irritability. If you're a very irritable person, there's definitely a few I've met in my life that just, you know. <laughs> Wait, you might be sitting beside one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Telling the audience so much about yourself there. You're crazy. Yeah, um, crazy Ukrainian. Yeah. Those I guess you're Ukrainian, yeah. too. So, uh, am
1: I on that boat? You
0: weren't on, I don't no, think you were on, on my boat. boat. Yeah, we're on different boats. That's yeah. right. Uh, extreme <laughs> changes in moods, uh, social withdrawal, uh, you know, being more of a recluse. Uh, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say just so much, oh, well, introvert versus extrovert mm-hmm. necessarily. But anyway, yeah. it's just social withdrawal and never, you know, it's like, it's like, it's funny. I, I just got that image in my head of like, uh, what's that movie when that. It's like the bench warmers or whatever that movie and the guy. Is, oh, he's, I forget his, his name the actor is but he the one like that he doesn't he doesn't like going out like in the closet and all that kind yeah of stuff. he doesn't like going out in the sun isn't that, the sun like burns him and he's like i know out? what movie you're talking
1: about <laughs> yeah. anyways
0: uh that's funny social is withdrawal. it the benchwarmers i think you're I think it, it is bench the benchwarmers warmers, right? it is for yeah. sure yeah, know, yeah. that's an right. image of him like screaming and then he gets i don't know like ice cream or something thrown on his head or? i just know that he's like peeing in the closet yeah in the closet weirdo yeah it's a funny movie that's a good movie um and anyways, moving on is is dramatic changes in eating or sleeping pattern, which is uh, you know those are huge factors for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else to add on to that? Is I, I got something. In, no, I something mean, else interesting. I, wanna, I mean, you I got the
1: you got the list there. So okay. I mean, you're the you're the research master on this one. Yeah, I guess
0: so. Apparently, hey, eh? maybe I, I am a doctor.
1: Hey, I like it. I mean, I'm glad we're just talking about this issue and in, in general. I mean. When you started reading that list. I'm like, geez, I've had anxiety. I can be irritable. I'm like, holy, maybe I'm, maybe it's good. I'm
0: talking about this stuff because I'm becoming more self aware here too. So, yeah, it's great to talk about it. And me too. I mean, and, and one thing I wanted to touch on uh, when you when you brought up, um, you know, yeah, just before with you know talking about anxiety and mm-hmm. and and different you know depression and talking about pills and stuff like that, it just triggered something. You know. Someone really, really uh, near and dear to my heart um, just in the last actually two days informed oh, wow. me that fresh the person is, um, sorry, I'm not trying to get, yeah, I'm trying not to get all emotional or, or, you know, think of the person's name here. But they informed me that they had I could just get got um, out of their own way a little bit and have got some, I guess, you know talking about pills, got some pills, uh, to deal with their anxiety and depression, which, wow. you know, might be a good step. I hope it is. Once yeah. again, I'm not an advocate for pills. I don't, I don't jump to that. I don't, you know, I, that's a whole nother topic. Anyways, it, it, it does bother me, but mm-hmm. anyways, if it helps, it helps and but i just i do fear a little bit for the dependency on pills for oh, people yeah, so too. i hope that helps uh, i believe the help has been needed uh, and required for quite some time now and i do hope that it does bring a change but you know i can only be there for that person oh um, well,
1: geez i guess i don't know i was going to ask you at some point do you know anyone with
0: mental health issues that has impacted your life and yeah, and it goes down to one of those things though, I mean, it, it and, and that that awareness, I mean, yeah, it might cross your mind, but you're like, well, you know, the person's still so loving and nurturing mm-hmm. and, and, you know, in a way signs of, you know, vibrancy and, and just, you know, speaking well and going about their day okay, but then when you kind of peel back, you know, the peel onion the of onion, it. Yeah. It's, you know, there's there's huge, you know, kind of signs there and it, it it does hurt me. It's it's with a heavy heart for sure, but you know, we can only be there and and not, you know, um single ourselves out or remove ourselves from the situation. We have to love on those people, we have to be there for them, we have to uh talk with them, but really I think that's more with the intent just to listen. It's not about giving advice. It's just being there for them, you know, letting them vent, letting them talk about it. But anyways, I don't want to go down there too far. I just it's literally just something recently and it's uh it's heavy. That's crazy.
1: Is that why you wanted to talk about this topic or just happen randomly like that.
0: The big thing why I wanted to talk about this is because this is never going to go away. This this is always going to be a topic. We all have like a we've said many times life uh, is life man life is life man it's gonna happen you know um you know for you or to you depending on your yeah you know p- p- you know depending on your mindset of it but no i wanted to talk about it because it's 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 an ongoing thing mm-hmm. you know the stats are absolutely alarming we'll get into a few of them here in a, in a moment right and you know you go throughout the whole year you know, you, depending on where you are, you get your, your high seasons of good weather, You're not so good seasons like us in Canada with the winter. Winter is huge. Uh, and you know, oh, no, bloody winter, cold right now. Oh, it's insane. And dark days and, and, you know, longer days with darkness, of course. So that means, you know, less light, less, sunlight. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and if even you live, if yeah, you're you living in some. Canada.
1: You, some days you go to work. It's dark out. You get off work. It's dark out. You haven't seen the sun for
0: three months. Absolutely, especially I feel when like you don't you're living outside. in a damn cave. Yeah, and then the the clouds. I mean, it's so funny and ironic sometimes. I mean, winter is just usually it's just clouds. It's just grayness. Yeah. It's the you know clouds, so not talking about vitamin D and some essentials in life. Mm-hmm. So no, and then another reason where I was going on why is because you go the whole year and then Christmas comes. It's supposed to be the happiest time of the year. Right. Yeah. Less, less stressful time of the year, happy, you know, abundant, joyful, whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah. so many people, I mean, suicides rate, suicide rates spike. Um, you know, doesn't matter if you're male or female, you know, people get laid off, you know, especially, you know, due to this year. I'm not, there's gonna so, so much pressure. Down. There's just on there's people of around pressure. Christmas. It's yeah. just, How, just you know, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a pressure filled time of year, right? You, you, you don't want to, go home and tell the fam jam, hey, so the reason why there's no gifts under the tree this year is because dad has no money. And then it's like, well, what about Santa? Well, I guess he's missing us this year. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's better, just yeah, it's when, it, when it starts pulling on your heartstrings and, you know, I think
0: Like you said, pressure. I think to sum it up is is good good way is just pressure, right? So
1: it's the most pressure filled time of year, I think, for the average person. That is unless you're just crushing it in life, and you maybe you got money's no object. But I mean, for people that have to go to get you know food bank money or or you know the welfare type of yeah, you know get your get your meals that way, and then struggle to come up with you know money to buy. And I mean, honestly. It's nice to buy gifts for people, but it is commercialized and, and oh, 100%. you know it's a business. Yeah, we won't go I mean, down
0: there, but that's a that's a business. Every
1: it's like the prices get jacked up at that time because people yeah. are buying them. You know, like to me, Black Friday should be December twenty fourth. <laughs> you know, yeah, and then the it should be a whole week before Christmas. It's Black Friday. Or something. Black
0: Friday. Yeah, no kidding. Just one day. Yeah, yeah. And and anyways, to just to wrap that up with your question, and if I'm being a hundred percent vulnerable, which I am at the moment is you know this year we all go through slumps and and you know you know kind of cycles if you will sometimes you know we have our good days good weeks good months whatever mm-hmm. however you know <laughs> largely due to this year and this whole silly virus thing we're not going down that avenue but the yeah, whole, don't get started talking the about whole COVID. <laughs> you know virus and the whole pandemic thing and just the weight of that alone without using any fancier type of words it really affects a person's mindset, uh, mind state. Mm-hmm. Um, you know their just overall willingness and behavior to do things, their thought process. So it messes up your your whole action and and yeah. whatnot. Out. So with saying that, I've definitely been off course. Uh, two times and actually the third time just recently over the holidays because I got lazier. I got out of my, my morning routine. I, I moved got a little a bit funk. away from my, yeah, a, a little bit of a funk moved away from, <laughs> you know, me focusing on my business and me just getting a little lazier and just, you know, pulling back from things. And it, it, you know, I just got, and then you get, you know, because of that lack of movement and initiative. All those actions that I was, you know, good at and, you know, getting busy, like I said, it weighs on you. And mm-hmm. I just, I just, yeah, that funk and, you know, a little bit, sure, call it anxiety and definitely not depressed, nothing like that. I mean, I never go that far, but, or I never allow myself to go that far. However, you know, I just, I felt it and I, I went yeah. through it and I'm I'm just on the, the out of it now. And because it's a big deal to me to get momentum into the new year, right? Absolutely, I, I, I'm not the type of person to wait for January first. You know, today's you know the yeah. reset day. It's like you got to reset. Every before. you
1: can start. You, you can reset any day. Any day. It, it could be D- July 19th.
0: The, the day you wake. Or the day you
1: wake up. Yeah.
0: The morning you wake hey, up. Well, you know, the... know what? Technically, it could be the day you wake <laughs> up. Like, like mentally, that's right.
1: Today, your day. Like today, I'm 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 gonna get this shit going.
0: I'm super I'm, woke. I'm sick to, of ex- fucking of around. So, yeah. yeah
1: i just now it's explicit i shouldn't have been normal i was normal steve there (laughs) drop an f-bomb
0: well you'd be normal buddy then he (laughs) this is this is a normal place for people um,
1: so no i uh i think we all go through those slumps and stuff like that and COVID's definitely been a tough time for for people you know and man I can't imagine some of the people that have been laid off twice and different things like that and are very dependent on, on their income, obviously, because, you know, from our background in, in business and, and stuff like that, we know that they say in Canada, for instance, that, you know, the average family is, you know, 200 bucks away from being bankrupt on average. You know, uh, that's a huge stat. And so then when I was thinking about you talking about COVID and stuff and depression and mental illnesses and things like that, I mean, I don't think there could be a, I don't want to say it like this maybe, but, you know, that there maybe couldn't be a better year to be talking about this even more. You know, like in Canada, most people got laid off in, what was it, March? Now we're in another wave here, um, you know, which started, you know, was it mid-December here? Um, uh, where 75% of the workforce was pretty much laid off again for another month. Um, and there's when, you know, so many people are only a couple hundred bucks away, even if it was only a couple thousand bucks away from being broke, right? Um, who can go a month without an income?
0: Yeah. And talking about income, it is not okay to be okay with or feel that the any government assistance with that. Is okay or going to help you or mm-hmm. it's enough because it's not. Uh, however, I'm not going to go down that avenue. I hate talking about COVID. I absolutely despise it. I hate <laughs> the word. Yeah, it's yeah, I can't wait till we nuts. can put
1: this in the history books and be you just like laugh about 40 it. years, 50, 60 years. Be like, I remember back in my day. Yeah. That's right. When I lived through
0: COVID. That's right. Unfortunately, there will be another, there will be another pandemic or another virus, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, as history does repeat itself. Uh, for the most part, well, th-
1: hopefully it's a uh, uh, yeah. hundred years or whatever. Since well, hopefully it's not again. my
0: lifetime. That's right. But anyways, we got lots of time on this earth. This left. was a nightmare. This it's yeah. So anyways, moving on here, I want to share. You know something I discovered. We kind of got off track there. We got off track. It, it, we got to a little. You know, dial it back. Feeling in here for a little the people bit. out there, man, or feeling yeah. for the people. Feeling for twenty twenty. It, and it's so easy for
1: you and I to get off track when when it, we just have to say three strategic words sometimes to each other, and
0: we're we're going down a whole different <laughs> path right. here. Different different rabbit holes, chasing rabbits here. Oh, so yeah. what I want to talk about is this kind of this model that's super simple. We're talking about models. We're talking nice. about models. Car models. Uh, it's called The Six-Factor Model of psycholo- Psychological Well-Being. It's a theory developed by Carol Riff, uh, which determines six factors that contribute to an individual's psychological well-being, contentment, and happiness. Hmm. So, Riff's model is not based on merely feeling happy, but it is based on Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics, which… Fun fact for the day is an extension of the name of both Aristotle's father and son. Father. The the word Nicomachia. father So it is where the goal of life isn't feeling good, but is instead about living virtuously. So oh, virtuously. Yes. And I There's do love word. me some some Aristotle or Plato. Or I don't whatever. even know if I've heard that word before. The Nicomachean? No, virtue, Vir- virtuously, virtuously. We'll throw that in the old dictionary, okay? Yeah, you 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 write that one down, Siri. What does virtuous mean? Oh, Steve's getting serious here. Just educating the masses. Virtuous means having or showing high moral standards. Thanks, Siri. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> the six factors are as followed: self-acceptance, purpose in life, autonomy which is, you know, condition of self-governance to sum it up, positive relations with others, personal growth. And lastly, for the most part, environmental mastery. All of those very important. I wouldn't put one over any of them, mm-hmm. uh, but it, that is the six-factor model that Carol Riff uh, has, has, you know, come up with and, and developed. And I just wanted to share that because – I think like a SWOT analysis in business. Uh for those of you that know or don't know, look that up also. That's a very simple, simple that's like that's like business 101, a SWOT analysis. A SWOT analysis. Yeah. Strength, weakness, mm-hmm. opportunities, uh threats. You can yeah. do that like to yourself. Yeah. If you you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Yeah. Anyways moving on see that is like i said topic. sometimes yeah. two three words we're going down a whole different direction there. so dial that back in yeah so the six factors if you just assess that i think it'd be very powerful and i might do this in the next couple of days actually is just you know self self-acceptance so basically self-love like you know if you want to do a scale of one to ten sure if yeah. that's you know the variable that you want to or the measurement if you will or you know just your feeling of well, it's the, the, word the when questions you, it. you ask yourself exactly. that are the most powerful. So the quality of, right? And the quality of them, absolutely. So purpose in life, right? I mean, most people don't that's that's Well, yeah, simply huge... ask yourself that question. Yeah, what is my,
1: my purpose. purpose? It's probably not like flipping burgers at McDonald's, for instance. If that and no offense to who's no doing that. There's um, people out there that love
0: McDonald's, so yeah, no hate but, on them.
1: You know, Maybe, maybe your purpose is that. Maybe you're, because you're you're giving out a happy meal and it makes people happy. That's right. Maybe your purpose is to make people happy. And that's maybe you're your the best avenue. at McDonald's.
0: Like you're yeah. the best employee. Maybe. Anyways, it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, autonomy, that's a great question to ask you know, yourself. Positive. It is positive relations uh, with others. Do you? Is there more positivity with your circle of influence, mm-hmm. uh, workplace, home life, relationships, whatever it is, and so on and so forth? We don't need to list them all. And if but,
1: it's not, how do you get it? How do you get it positive? That's or do you have exactly. to cut association? Yeah, what do you, know, you need to do? What do you,
0: yeah? When you assess it, you know, what yeah. do you need to do? So, super important. Do you, uh, do you want to touch on, on anything autopilot. else before we kind of get into some some stats on the old Canada? No, man. I think, uh, you
1: know, that was that was good. That was informative, and and certainly, yeah. I mean, asking yourself questions sometimes, and just we all too often, in my opinion, function on an autopilot mm-hmm. state of being. And, you know, we really don't spend time with ourselves to, you know, evaluate things like this sometimes. Why do I feel the way that I'm feeling, Um, you know, without, you know, and I always talk about like, and, you know, more and more that, especially from the business side of things where, you know, just don't blame other people, take responsibility for why you're feeling the way that I am and, and ultimately stop allowing other people to maybe hijack your mind if you want to look at it that way.
0: Yeah, and who just, are you allowing to stay yeah. in your head? That's your real estate. Think about that as your house. Yeah. Exactly. What kind of tenant do you want? What kind of resident do you want in your house? And you hope it's you. Well yeah, and nobody else.
1: Almost a hundred percent of the time. But right? I mean, just yeah, those questions I, I like that you touched on that because self-evaluation and just having more moments with yourself to really, you know, have that quiet time with yourself where you're you're just away from all of it, even if it's a couple minutes um think about the thoughts especially if it's you're if you're feeling anxiety it's okay to feel all those emotions it's just not okay to stay there forever yes you know um but you got to acknowledge those feelings and understand why they're there and maybe maybe if you're so far down the line um you know, it's going to take more than just sitting with yourself, but certainly if you're a little bit more aware and you ask yourself some of the questions, why am I feeling this way? Where does it come from? And you do that alone by yourself. And maybe, I mean, for some people alone and by themselves is a scary place. And that's probably the first sign that you have a really, you know, really tough mental illness maybe that you're dealing with, because your mind should not be a scary place. It should actually be probably the most comforting Place that you can spend your time because most time by yourself should be, you know, a loving, safe environment, right? So you need to work on a lot of times what's forget all the things around you. You know, I know that one of the things I was reading it somewhere and it's simply if, if you, if you spend, if you spend five minutes alone and it's a tough place for you to be in, you got to start asking yourself some questions and looking at that situation because you should never be afraid to be by yourself. Very. Very powerful. Yes. Know?
0: Yes. I completely agree with that. So um, that's all I'd really add is, is I like that you
1: touched on just people asking some questions, evaluating some things a little bit, and uh, you know, getting on course. I think when you the purpose thing for me, when you touched on that, when I thought about that, I was like, Yeah, you know, like if people ask themselves a little bit more, like, what's my purpose? You know, why am I on this earth? What am I doing? What's important to me? What do I want to accomplish? What kind of impact do I want to make? How, how do I view myself? Like view me as a person. You know, so many people don't love themselves and that's where it all starts is is loving your yourself and and being proud of who you are and and all that kind of stuff, right? Like I mean, people get bullied and picked on and you know, I guess are taught to hate themselves and things like that. And that's a whole different topic. But you know, the first step is just, you know, loving yourself and asking yourself those tough questions. And, and man, that purpose question is so powerful because I sat there thinking, if I, I asked myself that question in my head, as we were talking about like, what's Steve's purpose? And then it wasn't present, like right away. I know my, after I thought there was like without going into it i i know my purpose when it comes to business and what do i want what, what do i want you know what i want to accomplish and how i want to help people and impact their lives and the type of you know the legacy that i want to build but it wasn't readily available for so for even for me i was like i gotta get i gotta get deeper you know attached and in love with that purpose like what am i doing on this planet earth right and i think that's powerful so i'm glad you shared that part
0: well I'm glad you shared that as well brother so that's huge that is huge and you know let's just extend that a little further and let's just say it's not it's not a happy place it's not you know your your thought processes and your mental state is not where you want it to be it's mm-hmm. not a happy place you don't like it well what would it look like and what would it feel like if it was where you wanted it to be? Mm-hmm. right like does it that's what what does paint that picture because I can't, we can't do that for people no right you can't you know you, this, this isn't a place or a time to tell yeah. people what they should or could or would have done or that's whatever right. it's it just ask yourself well what would it be like how would I feel if you know I had the right mindset if I had you know a better mindset or I had whatever it is you you think you need or want, to enjoy life better man. yeah because i i'll i remind myself every day and and sometimes i guess it's strong sometimes it's not as strong but you know one life mm-hmm. whether you believe and in the afterlife or not how the hell do you want to live yeah, it <laughs> uh, one life and i mean the, t- the 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 clock is ticking and you, you know, just we know. all think about the retirement age, you know, and this is in Canada, North America, 65. And then, you know, um, you know, sure, we're living a little bit longer here, apparently, due to, you know, medicine and some technology and, and whatnot mm-hmm. and well-being in, in general. Now that we're on the topic, you know, it's not that 76, 74 anymore for females and males, respectively. It's, you know, a little bit longer. So, whatever. Let's just say you live to 80. 85. So, all those things, I mean, okay, you might get there. Mm -hmm. what if you don't Mm -hmm. right like it's 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 just yeah it can be it's just i i really do hope and i do pray for people out there that it's just not a dark place and it's not a dark place for long well
1: and right one thing from business that really relates to this that i think um is powerful is when it comes to that is you're you know talking about the mentality being a scary place for you but when you think about the most important human being in your life. Everybody's, maybe it's your kid, maybe it's your mom, maybe it's your spouse, all that stuff. And it should be yourself, right? But where I'm going with this is, say it is, say it's your kid. Would you talk to your kid the way you talk to yourself? Would you tell your kid the things you tell yourself in your mind? And sometimes that can be the course correction That it needs to take when you start, you know, just because your mind can be a scary place for people. But when you tell yourself, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat, but when you're like, when you're like, I'm a fucking piece of shit. Would you tell somebody else that? Would you look at your spouse and be like, you're a fucking piece of shit or your kid or your mom or your dad or I'm disgusting or I'm a loser or I should just go kill myself? Or whatever it might be, would you look at anybody in your life that you love and that's at the top of your love list and be like, Taylor, you should go kill yourself. Taylor, you're a piece of shit. Taylor, you're disgusting. You know, so I know that's a little heavy. um, But that was something that struck me so hard when we learned that aspect in business that is i I feel like it's not that easy none of the things that we've shared in this entire podcast is just a, a quick fix or an easy but it's just the fact that we're talking about that mental illness or the the mental illness topic and for people you know to maybe just you know hear somebody else talk about it from their perspectives and things like that but that was powerful for me when i when when you make a mistake and you're like you're a loser you suck would you tell somebody that you love that You know, they drop something on the floor and you're like, you're so stupid. Are you, are you going to talk to your kid that way? Your mom that way, your brother that way, right? But you'll talk to yourself that way. And so the relationship with yourself is the relationship that most people need to work on the most. And then they'll cultivate a lot of those other great relationships in their life as well. But, you know, listen to the way you talk to yourself, listen to the thought patterns that you have in yourself, how do you communicate with yourself on a daily basis and is it healthy because you need that conversation with yourself to be healthy and and then ultimately you know that's probably your first breaking part to really you know maybe being able to get away from the substance and and maybe the pills or the alcohol or whatever it is that people are always chasing this happiness like this liquor is going to make me happy well why why are you telling yourself what's the other stuff you're telling yourself inside your head like why is it that liquor's going to make you happy why are you so unhappy without it what's making you unhappy what do you what are the messages you're telling yourself in your head right so you know that's the last thing i'll share before we share some stats is that was something that would just that was just so impactful for me is is you know because i know that i've always personally said and i can i can be vulnerable and be like i i i've always said that There's nobody that'll ever be harder on me than I am on myself.
0: Yeah, we are our own worst critic. I mean, that that saying has been, you know, said many times out there. Yeah. It's totally true. And yeah, you're totally right. It's all about how we foster ourselves. Because yeah, here's the thing. If you have kids out there, would you say those certain things to your kid? Or if you heard your kids say it. I hope not. Right. Yeah, even almost worse, I would say. Yeah. Mm. Uh, No, not good. So yeah, it's all about... Uh, administering and, and assessing yourself and you know just just really reflecting and getting past that so that's that, that was a great share man i appreciate that so some stats in canada here from c-a-m-h the center of addiction and mental health it is based in toronto ontario on the east side for those that don't Baby. know and they do have about uh, 10 other uh facilities or clinics if you will in, in Ontario. So these stats might be slightly skewed. Some are outdated, but it is for the most part, uh, you know, generally or generalized uh, yeah, for Canada. So I'll just accurate, spin through yeah. some of them here real quick. And the importance of it is because it's important to know these, these are alarming and um, they well, blow some of our mind. Yeah. Oh, it, I couldn't believe some of this it, stuff. It, it, it hurts deep a little bit. So yeah, it's sad. Uh, I'll rifle through a few. In any given year, one in five Canadians experiences a mental illness or addiction problem. Mm -hmm. By the time Canadians reach 40 years of age, one in two have or have had a mental illness. About 4,000 Canadians per year die by suicide. 4,000 per year. You might not think that's too crazy, right? There's 40 million roughly in Canada. However, when you break it down, that's an average of almost 11 suicides a day. Yeah. So when we read that, I mean, you're just going about your life. You had your day. You had a good day. You had a not so good day, whatever. That's pretty much up mm -hmm. to you. We already know that you are in control, but hey, about 10 or 11 people, you know, unfortunately took their own life.
1: Yeah. When I, when we saw that, I, I didn't, I personally didn't realize that it was at that level. And, and like we, like we touched on away from the podcast, like 4,000. Well, not a whole lot of people. And then you're like, well, that's 11 a day. Now that's like, holy shit. That's a lot of friggin' people. It's alarming. And that's, you know, that's why mental health 11 just seems like such a large number. Like you don't think of like, yeah, I just went to work, came home. I'm sitting here with Taylor. 11 people took their lives today.
0: Yeah, because you let that compound, and obviously, like, what's the number? Well, it's about four thousand a year. Yeah, that's, that was alarming, man. Among I, all I the other, say. you know, deaths and and you know, um, and heaven forbid death, anybody
1: so. who's ever. Um, and if I just touch on the the, the suicide, I've definitely, I've, I, I've known multiple people in my life. Um, I can think of two people for sure. I'll never bring up their names, and I'm not friends with them anymore. But. Um, when I was in high school, um, a girl's dad hung himself in the garage. Um, terrible. I, terrible. She was, I don't know, grade 10, grade 11. I think she was even the one that found her dad. I can't remember. Like, I'm just, um, and when I was a kid, um, my, uh, family that lived kitty corner to it, I was actually over at their house like a few days before it actually happened. Um, Cause I was friends. Um, I'll I'll never forget the girl's name. I can't remember her younger brother's name. But anyways, I was over there a couple of days before that, um, and he ended up taking his uh taking his own life by uh gun and and uh, basically shot himself in the closet of uh of their home. I and I don't know who found him or whatever. Um, and then I even know like from personal experience, my dad uh, when he was roughly um, you know, late teenager, I can't remember roughly what his age was at this time, but it's something that I know impacted his life a ton. Um, you know, when he was living on the farm, family farm, a house, you know, down the way family lived there, two younger kids or whatever. Um, the guy, the old guy came running to the house, the dad that lived there, the, the grandpa that lived there came to get my dad and what ended up being my dad and his mom at the time and uh what the guy um shot his wife and then and then killed himself um and thankfully didn't kill the kids but that's something that i know has impacted my dad um because it's something that he still has talked about plenty of times i i bet you i've heard that story 50 times in my life um just because of the impact of the story that he, that he, that he had because, the, you know, to, it's just, it's just a, yeah, something that th- those type of things you don't forget. And I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I feel sorry. Um, there's a part of me that really feels sorry that those people didn't ever find the help that they needed or didn't feel like they could ever get out of whatever situation that they were in or life got too hard and things like that. Um, I know that there's a couple more that I, that I, know of from being a kid that I just can't think of off the top of my head and maybe I've just blocked them out of my mind luckily I don't have anybody personally in my own family um that I know of that has ever taken their own life or anything like that but um yeah I just thought I'd be vulnerable and share that um yeah and I and, I, and I'll and i never you know just, just you know it, you never forget those experiences and the impact you see the kids after um whether you're friends with them or not or whatever and you just see the impact that it that it leaves on people um and yeah hey i know that suicide's a terrible thing um and you know a lot of people have a lot of negativity i'll just touch on this as well as we're on this topic a lot of people have that negativity that they're cowards um
0: They're just not good enough,
1: and you know they're cowards. And for anybody who kills themselves, a coward and things like that. Right? That's what I'm talking about. Um, And you know, I there's a part of me that's always kind of you know there's a part of me that's maybe thought that at times as well, Um, but at the same time, you know, it's just it's just a it's literally just a a, you know just an overwhelming situation. the, the one thing I can say I never understand somebody that can take the lives of their loved ones or their children and and then kill themselves and things like that like that's just that's just a whole nother level for me um and I can never relate to that or or um I'll never be say that that's you know obviously okay or anything like that but um certainly um there's a part of me where I'm at the same time I'm like man I just wish somebody Would have been able to impact that person in a positive way to make them feel like that there was a better solution than taking their own life um you know because we're so blessed to be given the life and for us to you know have life be so bad that we would we would want to you know end it on on our own terms in that sense um in a tragic way you know not like a you know i got terminal cancer and I don't want to suffer. Okay, well, I I'm with those people. I, I wouldn't want to be terminally ill and suffer. I'd probably want to, doctor, can't you just give me throw something in the old IV bag for me kind of thing? Like I'd be that guy. But when it's just like anxiety and depression and 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 all the that stuff and and to be able and for people to take their lives that way. It, for me it's like, man, I just wish somebody would have been able to get the help or seek the help or, or have somebody talk to them. So yeah, Um, I don't know. That's just my my thing on the suicide because I, I know. Yeah, it's just it's a heavy subject, and you know, I, I just anybody out there who has ever had that um, happen in their family or has known any friends or any close anybody close in their life, you know, my sympathy and and love, it definitely goes your direction. Cause that's probably a very traumatizing experience, especially if you really, if you knew the person, um, or if you're the kid that lost their dad or mom or brother or whatever that way, like I, I just, you know, all the love goes to you and, and I hope that you've found a way to, you know, cope with it and, and, you know, not let it, uh, completely destroy your mental health and stuff like that as well. And, and, uh, yeah, all my love goes to goes to those people because I I think that you know when it gets to the point of suicide, it's not always it's not always the person that takes their life that ends up suffering the most. It's the people they leave behind. So
0: that's deep, man. It's oh, it's, it's deep. That
1: almost could that, good.
0: that, was, that good. the just, tone uh, the whole tone of the podcast. Of the well, episode, I don't just... know. You could just.
1: You could it, just shed a tear there. Well, yeah, about that because one.
0: people, there's so many people that, and I, you know, I hope the ones listening, I mean, in a way they can relate. Uh, you know, I don't hope you can relate. I just, you know, there's that relatability, there's that empathy. And I, you know, as you are talking, I got lost in thought there and just kind of staring off to the abyss. I, <laughs> All I can really think and say on that as, you know, I, I want to close out on this, but is that I hope you do not have another experience or you know family even story or anything remotely close to that again uh that you you know to to add to that inventory of that you that you already have so mm-hmm. yeah that's deep man that's deep but um you know now you're you got that that relatability um and and empathy you can definitely share with people and yeah you know stuff like that so anyways moving on you're going to get me all you know, more sad and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I anyways, mean, um, it's a subject that it's, it's your subject, goddammit. it! No, it's take, our subject. Take it for what it is. No, it's our subject, man. It's not. No, not I know. No, you not, brought it up. This though, isn't just, mine. Yeah, we just make it work together. That's all. So more stats here, closing out on this, wrapping it up. More than seventy-five percent of suicides involve men, but women attempt suicide three to four times more often pretty alarming i mean that's a that's kind of a an extravagant kind of stat for lack of better terms Mm -hmm. You, you know another one here is you know and this this hurts me i got some stories and some um not thank god not firsthand experiences but you know i know a few and there's some other you know if you're into like murders and murder shows and crime shows i mean this this is nothing um foreign at all but first nations Youth die by suicide about five to six times more often than non-Aboriginal youth. That's crazy. It, it's it's yeah. That's just it's crazy. And yeah, I'm not gonna go. Oh, I'm not gonna say on that. But anyway, that's crazy. Suicide. I rates, didn't realize that was yeah such a prevalent thing. Yeah, it's very that's very prominent wow. and very heavy. So suicide rates for Inuit youth are among the highest in the world. At eleven times more than the national average, that's insane. That's extremely uh, alarming. And
1: wow, yeah. I didn't realize it was that. In, that <laughs> I know that's uh, very alarming to hear. It yeah. at that rate. Yeah,
0: a couple more here. We don't want to make anybody you know sad here, but uh, you know, well, it's, it's, all, it's all about awareness. Yeah, it's all so. about awareness. It's all sad. You know, yeah, so 42% of Canadians were unsure whether they would socialize with a friend who has a mental illness. That one kind of cut me,
1: yeah, uh, because it bothers
0: me. However, it is a 2008 survey, so obviously it is outdated, but I would be very inclined to know. And, and I'm very curious if it's relatively the same now, if it's higher, right? So, more people well, think if that if it's less, I think I, I mean, people I don't
1: that know. I think anybody. This is my personal opinion. I think anybody that can honestly say that doesn't actually know the definition of what meant. So it's like, oh, it's like your, your friend has a, a, has a day of anxiety and you're like, oh, I'm not, not going to hang out with you now, Taylor. You, you had some anxiety last week. If that's your mentality and you're a shallow human being, cause that's unbelievable. When you read that to me, I was like, that's insane. I guess it, to me, yeah, it'd we have don't be,
0: know what the variables. It'd right. have to be
1: more specific. Like, yeah, is it like, oh, I'm not. If your friend has schizophrenia or schizophrenic, are you hanging out with them? Okay, maybe right. you're not. going yeah, gonna and, do it at that point, point. That, and that's where it goes back. But, to but the if definition it's just literally mental, mental health, yeah, then I'm like,
0: hmm, no, yeah. damn, yeah, for sure. So,
1: forty six percent of gotta Canadians
0: thought people use the term mental illness as an excuse for bad behavior, and twenty seven percent said they would be fearful of being around someone who suffers from serious mental illness Hmm. you know both obviously alarming as well you know i I don't know if you want to tie some insecurity to that i'm not saying that i don't know that's kind of where my mind goes uh or if it's just they're you know like they said i guess fearful they're worried they're scared for their own well-being which Mm -hmm. i mean i don't blame you You, you want to protect yourself it's you know it's, yeah it's real uh, of course if you're you don't want to be
1: around somebody who's, who's schizophrenic and paranoid and you're scared they're gonna like stab you to yeah they got maybe.
0: big you know big or you know for, for, for <laughs> it's not the right word but you know uh um uh, what's it like a prominent like you know a very prevalent type of you know mood swings or something they lash out i don't know but yeah no i don't i don't blame anyone but i mean it's i guess it the, goes back to the help yeah it goes back to the you know, and that's why people don't get help because people are kind of fearful and standoffish and on yes. themselves with people that and individuals or whatever that have, you know, mm-hmm. some kind of mental health, you know, issues. So
1: well, I guess the only, uh, just to touch on this part is I definitely am part of the group that don't believe that anybody should get off of a criminal offense because of a mental
0: illness. No, and that's totally. I don't want to get into that topic, but
1: that's the part, that's the only part for me. um, And we don't need to dive into that because that alone could maybe offend some people. But when they claim
0: like insanity,
1: basically, is that kind of what you're getting at? For instance, as a Canadian, just to touch on this example, because I, I think a guy, when a guy chops a guy's head off on a Greyhound bus, and is now walking the streets as a free man i don't give a shit what you had mentally going on that day that is fucked up and you should never be walking on the street again that's all I have to say about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I
0: agree. Yeah, I agree. And that, that did happen in Canada. If you ever want to look that up, don't need to get into the details of it. doesn't matter. It's in the past, but it did happen. And uh, no, I can agree on an extreme level and like To me, that, that's for where, sure. It, it just to me, that's
1: where mental health can get a little, to me, gets a little bit of, you know, maybe the bad rap or, mm. you, you know, because yeah. I don't think that's like, oh, I shot my neighbors. I was not feeling, I was mentally ill that day. okay. So, you know like you know what I mean like you just plead insanity or however the system works and now you're out on the street at some point like while well, a guy that's got you know maybe a I, don't, I guess I don't want to get I could go into the. Justice. I know. I don't want to have a justice system talk on you <laughs> that's
0: right no no, no. That's not what <laughs> that'll be a there would be another hour here <laughs> uh anyway so in closing Uh, we really do hope you guys got some value, uh, today, people tuning in. Yeah. Um, and as we close out this year and go into the new year, we, we hope that you are focused, you are excited, and that you, you have a plan, you have a game plan, and, uh, are just simply excited and, you know, looking forward to progressing and, and moving forward. Uh, no matter what this 2020 or what you f- how you feel about this year your reflection on it I mean I know people that have had a great year some of their best ever um, you know some people obviously on the opposite of that but you know once again it is a choice it is a mindset and you know it it is it is what it is but it is what you make it is is the better saying so I hope you got some value. And just well, to close out here, yes. where to get some help. Exactly. Um, That's what I was going to say. Is, there's very, there's, wow, there's a, a, a wide array um, mm-hmm. and just many options out there. So just a few real quick here to leave you for those that have made it this far. Thank you. Go to betterhelp.com for some online counseling. Yeah, I've um, heard that one's pretty seem, good actually. Like a great think counseling
1: counseling something that I feel like is just kind of that underestimated tool, but at the same time um depending on where you go for help, um with the one thing with counseling is to really find the right place in my opinion I feel like this is not this is not a, this is just a personal opinion because I don't think anybody should need to be on appointment 19 before you're getting some solid advice and some solid help, right? Like you go, Oh, this here, you know, it, 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 sometimes the counseling thing, if it's not covered by benefits, especially, or you're not, you know, if you're not low enough income bracket, to me, it's a cash. It's a cash thing okay, come sit with me for an hour and you leave, you have some real mental issues. You sit there with them for an hour and it's just an assessment. You walk out of there after that hour, your first time seeing them. And you're like, well, I didn't, I didn't get anything out of that. That's a bunch of bullshit. All this, all they did was ask me some questions. That's cool. A little bit of assessment, but you go again, you go your second time and you're just, it's still just like you're not really getting the advice and how even though you're pouring your heart out to that person and i think um sometimes the counseling thing can just be a little bit more of a money thing um until you find the right group or the right people so definitely in my opinion ask around a little bit i don't know that's all i can say about that because i just it's from my own personal experience and personal experiences of others that you're a thousand bucks in and you're still not really getting the the answers to the help that you're, you're you're seeking out so now you're like well geez now now i'm depressed because i've mowed a thousand bucks so that didn't really help me out
0: (laughs) yeah that's right you want it to be solution based you want to get some value you want to get some help i mean you want to get some some progression in in whatever the the issue is so yeah no that's that's a good point there's obviously other online mental health services um you know you obviously got to get out of your way to kind of look into that and i Mm -hmm. hope you do uh if that is the case in your life or maybe someone you know and also for, you know, Canada here, obviously, call 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255, if you just like the number better, to reach uh, a 24-hour crisis center. Mm-hmm. So just a few options for you guys we wanted to leave you with. Uh, I do, once again, hope you got some value out of this. And we will see you next time on episode eight.